rounding out Nick Saban in Alabama at this point. We'll talk about it on this episode of Tide Talk Live. Welcome back into another episode of Tide Talk Live. Stacey Blackwood, joined as always by my good buddy, Jake Thomas. Jake, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great, you know, on this uh, Sunday evening. Had a storm come through earlier. I think we get another round later tonight, early in the morning. So preparing for those as well. My internet was garbage. That's why we're kind of recording late. But anyway, we're here now, brother. That's right. We're here. Like you mentioned on this Sunday night, uh, got got an interesting conversation here that we're going to dive into in just a minute about the fact that a lot of people are, are in my opinion and, and Jake's opinion, and really it's not even more of an opinion. It's it's an opinion based off a lot of facts that it's a little premature and uh, a lot of wishful thinking to think that Nick Saban and Alabama are done with their their run uh, running college football. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute, but as always – like it scrolling there across the bottom of the screen. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe today. Uh, continue to, to, to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, jump in the comment section. Let us know your thoughts on this video. Uh, if you listen to us on podcast form, make sure you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts. Leave us that five-star written review. Follow us on Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, just wherever you find podcasts, you can find Tide Talk Live, and we would greatly appreciate all your support there. Um, Jake, uh, you know, I, I wrote an article this weekend about – the, the dangers really and and how it's not really that smart. That's the best way I can put it to, to really be doubting Nick Saban in Alabama and counting those guys out. And I just wanted to kind of give a, give you, give you a chance to kind of give your thoughts on the, on the matter and kind of explain to people that it's really not us being fanboys when we're saying don't doubt Saban. It's just really kind of pointing to the facts that if history tells you anything, uh, Alabama's far, should be far from being counted out, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, you look back in history uh, in the past, I mean, he did it at LSU when he left. You know, he, they, you'd have these coaches who don't, who are great college coaches, just don't make it in the NFL. It just never really played out well for saving the NFL, but he comes back to Alabama. His first year went seven to six. His second year, he got us an SEC title berth and and uh, got got beat. But then the next year after that, SEC championship, national championship. So and then he dominated the 2010s era and all that. And um, you know, it seemed like every year Saban has had a rebuild type quarterback. Uh, the these little rumors and stuff get brought up. And uh, like say the air is done, the dynasty's done. Saban's, you know, about to lose it, all that. And what happens? We he took Blake Sims, won an SEC championship with him, and he took Jake Coker and won a national championship and an SEC championship with him. So I it's premature to count off Alabama to count off Nick Saban at any time. I don't care if if we have the entire offense leaving. Or in the entire defense, all all eleven guys on both sides of the ball can leave out, and you say, "Oh, Alabama is about to have a six six year." No, Alabama is probably you know Saban would take that fuel and probably take it and win the national championship. And I think he's going to take this fuel that he's been seeing off this off season 
and use that to motivate the players this season. Yeah, and in my article, if, if you want to check that out, go over RollTideWire.com, and, you, and you'll be able to find that there. Uh, and I really just kind of put together some historical facts of, of why you, you should not be counting out Alabama and Nick Saban. And, you know, everybody's brought up the uh, the quarterback competition. You briefly mm-hmm. touched on it, Jake. This is not the first time. It's right. not even the second time. I mean, mm-hmm. this is third, fourth, fifth time that Alabama's had a quarterback controversy heading into the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I, I know people's going to take a long time to go back and remember, but in 2011, uh, it was the second game of the year before AJ McCarron took over that job from Philip Sims. Yep. And all right. AJ McCarron did, who was unproven at the time, he threw an interception against Kent State in to open the season that year. People were concerned. What did Alabama do the next two seasons? <laughs> right. One back, back-to-back national champions. Right. And, and they were a kick six away for playing for a third straight. Right. So, look, I, that's that's example one, okay? Th- then you mentioned the Blake Sims. Blake, Sim- Blake Sims. Right. A running back turned quarterback. Mm-hmm. Took Alabama, won the SEC championship game, and earned a berth in the college football playoff. And if we ha- would have had any remnants of a defense against Ohio State, <laughs> yep. probably probably would have played for a national title and probably would have beaten Oregon. Right, exactly. Then, then you go to the Jake Coker uh, the, the next year. Mm-hmm. He 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 uh him and Cooper Bateman are battling out. Cooper Bateman even gets a start against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. We get down huge. Jake Coker comes back in, almost brings us back for a win. And if you remember, after that game, guys like Dan Wolken, uh Joel Klatt, Joel Klatt even said Alabama has a Nick Saban problem. I remember that. And in mm-hmm. that very same season. Alabama wins a national championship. <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, it's I, I don't know how many times we have to repeat the cycle for, for, mm-hmm. for folks to learn that, you know, a quarterback battle and a quarterback controversy doesn't mean that that, that Alabama's not going to be a dang good football team. Okay, and then people want to bring up the fact, well, Georgia is uh, is now is now dominating college football. Yeah, they've won back-to-back national titles, and congratulations to Kirby Smart and those guys. They've, mm-hmm. they've done a great job. But have we forgotten that uh, in, in Saban's run at Alabama, there has been three national championship ones just from the SEC West division? Right. Auburn has won one, and LSU has won two. Mm-hmm. And LSU played for another. It happened to be against Alabama, and they got beat. Right. So – Alabama and Nick Saban somehow survived that. Mm-hmm. And and by yeah. the way, they also got beat by Clemson two out of three years for a national championship. Everybody mm-hmm. thought Dabo Swinney was overtaking Saban for the for the king of college football. What happened? Uh, well, there? you know what? You know what? Alabama's won two national championships since, and Dabo Swinney and Clemson are still looking for that other one. Mm-hmm. So, yep. uh, like like I mentioned, I, I just I people can wish and hope and pray. Mm-hmm. that this dynasty is going to end, and mm-hmm. one day it will end. Yeah. But it's not today. I'm basing my feelings and my thoughts and my opinions on what album is going to look like in 2023 based off historical facts that we have mm-hmm. seen time and time again from Nick Saban in this album football program. Yeah, 100%, Stacey. And I want to bring up example three, uh, talking about QB controversies. Got to go back to the Cooper Bateman, Blake Barnett. It was, I mean, Jalen Hurts was the third string guy on that team before he finally took over. I think it was that USC game 
Yeah. And uh, and what happened in that game? We absolutely ran all over them. And I think that the media was projecting, you know, USC to win that game because they was on their way back up and all that and what happened there. And then what, what did Jalen Hurst do? Who wasn't a – who was a better than – I would say an average quarterback or, or – he was a he was a true yeah. freshman. Exactly. He was, he was not an elite quarterback in college football his freshman year. Right. Yeah. But but what what did we do? We <laughs> we made it we made it to the national championship game and mm-hmm. Clemson beats us on a pick play to, as the time expired. Yeah, exactly. With with hold pause for a minute, Deshaun Watson as their quarterback. <laughs> yeah. One of the elite quarterbacks of the last generation in college football. Yeah, exactly. So, so you're right, Jake. It's mm-hmm. it's just there's example after example mm-hmm. of of Nick Saban and Alabama finding a way. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look, you, you you can bet on on Nick Saban magically losing his his gr- gr- grasp on college football, uh, but uh, my my money my my house money's going on on Nick Saban and Alabama figuring it out because you know what? More often than not, they have. Yeah, I mean, he's done it time and time again. And, I mean, he's not the greatest coach ever by not making, you know, the adjustments, you know, midseason and, and through throughout the season like he has. So, like, like we have said time and time again, Stacey, he's going to, you know, when the time comes, he's going to make, you know, the correct choice on the on the quarterback, whether that be, you know, Milrow or um, uh, Ty Simpson. And he's going to – Put the guys that's going to give him the best opportunity to win ball games on the field. He's done that time after time after time after time. Yep. And, and look, uh, you know, I just I, I think people get this misconception of of you know Alabama fans that that kind of defend Nick Saban in Alabama that were that you know were being you know fanboys or whatever. But look, you can think that, but like I've said numerous times. We're basing our opinions on this over what we have seen happen over the last 15 years, not mm-hmm. what we hope will happen. Right. Obviously, we hope they win, but Jake, I, I I'm confident because I've seen it happen time and time again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and so I, I think I, the, the way I kind of worded the heading of my article, Jake, is that wishful thinking has led people to think that Alabama and Nick Saban are done. No. And and th- and that's all it is, Jake. They want to see the giant fall. They want to see the dynasty end. Mm-hmm. They want to sing the king. They want to see the king's rule come to a close. Mm-hmm. And all that is, Jake, is wishful thinking. That's, that's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Until they can give me some some facts mm-hmm. that they are basing their strong opinion on. I, I mean. I, I don't really have any kind of – I don't hold any value to what they're saying. And and I think, I, I, you know, Kirk Herbstreet, you know, he come out this week and said, look, uh, I, I'm not counting out Alabama and Nick Saban. Just when you think they're done, here they come. It's basically right. what he said. And that's mm-hmm. all we're trying to say. I mean, look, you, you doubt in Alabama, watch out. Mm-hmm. Watch out. Yeah. I mean, look, look at – you were talking about adjustments that Saban's made – in the past several seasons, and we've talked about it, the, the, it seems like the defense has, has kind of lost its luster a little bit, its toughness throughout the seasons. What does he do? He brings back an old-school guy in Kevin Steele, and look what look what happened A-Day. I mean, they 
physicality is back on that defensive side of the ball. And I believe you're going to see see that this season, and you're going to see that physicality come back. So talking about making adjustments, Saban saw that he got you know Pete Golden was a he's he's a good he's a great coordinator and or not a great coordinator a great recruiter. He he still got some stuff to learn to be a great coordinator. He might do it at Ole Miss, but Saban saw it kind of had to crumble in in the cracks a little bit. He brought in Kevin Steele, an old school guy. Now he's getting the, the defense back like it was, you know, early on in in his reign. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Saban's going to figure it out, man. He's he's forgotten more about football than everybody else in America will ever know. Yeah. I mean, this, this he, he's the goat for a reason. He's yeah. won seven national championships for a reason. I mean, think about that seven. <laughs> yeah, seven. Yeah. <laughs> so look, I'm just I, I I'm confident in Alabama and Nick Saban because I've seen him do it time and time again. People are saying they're done because they want it to be over. Right. And that's all that's all it is. Yep. And I want to say one thing, and I may get some some Georgia Bulldog fans riled up, but what did Kirby do? He used Saban's philosophy to yeah, build. Of Georgia course he did. Why wouldn't right. he? Why exactly. wouldn't he? Why exactly. wouldn't he? Yeah. And and dude, kudos to Kirby. He's done a heck of a job, man. He he's, has. He's done a great job. He he, he continue and, and he continues to recruit and develop at a high level. George is going to be right there all Absolutely. always, always. But so mm-hmm. is Alabama. I mean, yeah. shoot, I didn't even bring up the fact that uh well, people were bringing up that Alabama's going down. Well, that means the recruiting's going down, right? No. No. The the, the, the last 2 years, it's been a whopping 2 years since Alabama played for a uh since Alabama won a national championship. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so their recruiting must have dropped off, right? No, they finished number two and number one. And by <laughs> the way, uh, they they've went into the backyard of Kirby Smart and Georgia Bulldogs, the back to back national champions, and signed the two best players from that state. One of which was a uh, legacy player, in right. Justice Haynes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but but Alabama and Saban are done. And and even this year's recruitment, you know, Alabama always has like three or four. They got eight right now. But he usually picks it up when the season starts. But even the, I don't know how how they, like like the oh their their average rank the yes, average player the average ranking, ranking is yeah. is better than anybody in the country exactly with eight recruits so far and it's only <laughs> gonna get better you know <laughs> yeah they're just get, they're just getting started yeah it's crazy recruiting look, has not gone down at all no uh, look and that's that's a great sign of 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 what of why you can't just push away Nick Saban, Alabama. They got too much talent. And, and I will too say, much talent. Yeah, and I will say in the era of NIL, he's still doing this. Yep. Yeah, so for those of you who think he's whining about NIL, think yeah. again. <laughs> we could go on a whole nother topic on that, Stacey. <laughs> yeah, but but hey, that that's really going to wrap. We just wanted to get this out and kind of kind of mm-hmm. discuss uh, how really it's kind of dangerous if if you're – already doubting Nick Saban and Alabama and their ability to to get back on top of the college football mountain. Uh, uh, Saban's not done. I know he's 71 years old, but the dude looks mid, you know, early 60s, really. Uh, he's still at the top of his game, recruiting as good as anybody else in the country, his, his developing as good as anybody in the country. Uh, he's, he's in great health. Uh, so he's not slowing down. Uh, no. It's not over with yet. I'm sorry if you're hoping and wishing that it's over. It's not. Uh, and, 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 you know, more often than not, history repeats itself. So, 
2023 could be a special year for Nick Saban in Alabama. But that's that's going to wrap this this episode up. We, we thank you so much for watching. Had a lot of fun. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe today. Uh, we'll be back in a couple days with another episode. So make sure you are subscribed so you get notifications when we do either upload a video or, or go live. So uh, we appreciate the support. We'll see you soon. Until next time, roll tight. Roll tight.